Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, recording live from the palatial, historic burrito theater in downtown Chicago, maybe Tampa somewhere. (laughs) It's the Lex and Matt 2019 Lexi Awards. Oh, God. (laughs) Is that what we're calling this? I I don't know if I agreed to this. Well, there's no way to combine our names into some, like, groovy sort of award name. Malexi? It, no, it wouldn't sound good. It'd be, like, Lat or... Mex. Mex. <laughs> I kind of like Mex. Mex is good, but that implies something that we are not. Right, so. right, right. There's a little bit of cultural appropriation there just that a, we can do. Just a smidgen. Just a smidgen. So, we're going with Lexi Award. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2019 Lexi Awards. Why don't we call them, why don't we combine last names instead? Let's call them the, the Plutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so well, awful. It's great. This is the best of the year podcast. That's what we're calling it. All right, fine. So, folks, thank you for tuning in. This is a very special episode. Um, we hope that you are enjoying slash have enjoyed uh, the holidays and or New Year, whenever you decide to listen to this. This is a break yep. in case of emergency episode of Lex and Matt. Because something that I said that I wanted to do was give you an escape from your family this holiday yep. season. So we're This is your holiday episode. This is your holiday episode. We're recording one more than those other subpar podcasts to give you something to do when your family is getting on your last nerve. So thank you for tuning in. We're going to go over some of our favorite media from over the past year, reminisce a little bit about what the, what, what made them so special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I kind of try to come up with a list of, of all of the things. Yes, yes. And I put the list out there, and we did have a couple people give us some of their stuff. We're not going to necessarily read their whole list, but we'll pick and choose as we go along. Yeah, so... Something that we did at the beginning of the podcast, and I, I think we we continued for as long as possible before life started to intervene, was we started doing our uh, our um, you know comic of the of the episode, yeah, choice. Yep, yep. We're, it was a lot easier when we were biweekly because we were able oh. to like you know choose the graphic novel, the graphic novel challenge. See, I even forgot what it was called. The Remember gra- how we used to do biweekly at the beginning of this year? Yeah. And now we do six episodes a month. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's now. a lot. Yeah. But you We're know what? Grateful. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag love y'all. Because you guys. Hashtag I, I'm fucking tired, y'all. You know, <laughs> we, we threw down the gauntlet. We asked people to contribute, to share, to support, to show love. Yeah. So this year we've been uh, very fortunate. We've gotten amazing support from Patreon. We've gotten yeah. great responses on social media all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten invitations to uh, be on some friends podcasts, and that stuff's going to be coming up uh, in the next year. Uh, I'm I'm on another podcast. I would now. say you already are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Unicursity. Check it out if you're looking for something to listen to that you haven't checked out yet. Hopefully, you're listening. We've gotten into some crazy shenanigans on Unicursity. Uh, spoiler: I think we're in hell now. Um, yeah. 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 Who isn't, friend? Literally, yes. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, and just like we've gotten some gifts from from some of our friends and, you know, people who are just encouraging us to continue doing this. And so, you know, that's why we went from being biweekly to weekly with many episodes because of the love yeah. and support that you folks have been showing us all year long. So thank you. Give yourselves a hug and a pat on the back. Not the same yeah. time. That could be this, painful. This show is nothing without the adventurers. Exactly. Like, you're all along the ride with us. Like, you know, so... We always appreciate your support. And even if, like, you haven't been able to contribute to the Patreon, like, every time you share this with your friends or be like, go check this out, like, we see that and we'll repost it and everything like that. But it means a lot. Like, it means a lot to us as we try to grow and continue to build this show up. Um, but it also means a lot to us, like, personally. Yeah. To know that you guys care. So, Absolutely. And we it, love it. It gets me out of Dee's hair for a couple hours every week, too. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's actually paying me to do this. I want to break that to you. That's right. All right, so let's go ahead and dig on in to the right. best of 2019. Now, do you want to go in the order that I have them on here? Does that work for you? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, all right, let's start with movie. Movies. All right. Choice Your, now, one. we haven't seen the new Star Wars, but... I think the real one that's the contender that we haven't seen yet was Cats. Yes. You know, I'm sure that's going to be at the top of many people's lists for 2019 best movie. It's already got Oscar buzz. Uh, You know, Mm. (laughs) the the, the movie based on the musical, based on the animal, you know, go check that out. Cats, everybody. It's the sisters of 2019. Cats, ladies and gentlemen. How dare you? Okay. What's your pick for your best best movie you saw in 2019? My pick for best movie is also the most recent movie that I saw for 2019. It was a tough choice. A lot of great stuff came out this year. I mean, you know, it seems like it was ages ago, but this is the same year that we got, um, you know, the last Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. We got Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so good. Yeah. So... I ended up, oh, of course, you know, I'm, I'm skipping Toy Story 4, Hobbs and Shaw, John Wick 3. A lot of crap came out. A lot of good crap came out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why, for my favorite movie of 2019, I chose Detective Pikachu. No, no, no. I chose uh, <laughs> Knives Out, actually. I think it was a great cast. I think it was well-directed. Yeah. Cinematography is excellent. It It wasn't the strongest reaction uh, that that was garnered out of me for a movie this year. I mean, just for pure joy, it was obviously Avengers Endgame. Right, right. You know, for just straight up, like, this is a movie that makes me want to go to the movies. This is the type of movie I want to see when I go to a theater. Knives Out absolutely hit the nail on the head. If only for Chris Evans' cable-knit sweater. It was great. Let me just real quick explain something about that sweater. Okay. The construction of that sweater. <laughs> I'm ready. Cabling, cable knit sweater, like cable knit in general, is not difficult. It's actually very easy, relatively, mm-hmm. if you know basic knitting. However, that sweater would be tedious as fuck to make. <laughs> that's what all. That's all I have to say about that. I think that's what it is. It's the tedium of. It's the tedium, but like it's not difficult to cable i'm yeah. just hey look if we've got knitting knitting friends knitterinos any of you out there listening <laughs> hey, hey, hey. listen um 
it's not that difficult. Try yeah. cabling. It seems scary. It's not. Now, it was a difficult choice because I also enjoyed Dolomite is my name. Um, but I, I don't know something about that. Like, it didn't quite like just pop to me the same way that Knives Out did. It's hard to articulate why our, some of these things are our favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's just your favorite. Like, exactly. you just loved it. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Like, that's how I feel about Booksmart. I laughed until I cried so many times watching Booksmart. And I related to so many things in it. And I was like, oh, my God, women are making this movie. And, like, that. so this is my pick. Like, Booksmart is my pick. <laughs> it's one of the best movies I've seen in years. But, like, it was definitely my pick for this year. Um, But, like... If you want me to give all of these technical reasons why this is the best movie, it's like, well, I don't really have those reasons. I just know that I felt a lot watching it, mm. and I really enjoyed the experience of it. And like you said, it's a thing that makes you want to go to the movies, that that type of feeling. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Pauline agreed with me on Booksmart uh, and said that that was her favorite movie of the year. Cool, cool, cool. And um, Kara, uh, uh, at Kara J, the Kara J, um, and at Unlucky Dreamer, both call uh, said Jojo Rabbit. Now, that's one that I wanted to see. I haven't had a chance to check out yet. I haven't seen it yet either, and this just makes me want to watch it even more. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, that's that's another thing about these uh, best of lists here. I, I love hearing what other people really enjoy because it gives me things to check out. Uh, you know, during the off season for these TV shows, you know, because off season uh, for your favorite shows is always it's like a, it's like a wasteland. You don't know what to watch. We're still beholden to that schedule. However, yeah, yeah this is the time that you catch up on stuff. This is the time you take chances. Yeah. Go a little yeah. nuts. So Jojo Rabbit, you're on the list. Jojo Rabbit is definitely on the list. Yeah. I, I really want to see that movie. <laughs> OK, so, yeah. now we're getting into best book. That we read. Okay. Now, there is, I did distinguish, we have book book and comic book slash graphic novel. Yeah. So this yeah. is book book. And I got to admit, this year I kind of fell off a little bit um, with my it's okay. novel I reading. I some of my categories too. <laughs> um, so I, I chose one of the three books that I read this year, okay. which is uh, The Water Dancer by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Yeah. Oh, you did actually end up reading that because we talked about that. Did yeah. you like it? I, I mean, did. I really it. did. I mean, you know, it <laughs> was like, like it? <laughs> you can't go wrong with Oprah's book club. You know, when she recommends yeah. something. You got to get in there, man. I mean, I haven't read this one from him, but he's a great writer. So, yeah, he pulls you in. And this was no exception whatsoever. So, yeah, check this out. Um, the audiobook version is really dope. I highly recommend that. Um, I also read something that I really enjoyed and I'm wasting uh, time here trying to figure out what it was. Uh, Come back to me. What was your pick? Okay. Yeah. So (laughs) my pick, I struggled with this because I did read a few books that I liked this year and like, you know, some are great. Uh, And then sometimes you read things. I tried to make everything on my list, just about everything on my list that came out in 2019. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you read things that are older or whatever, but like you enjoyed them this year. I went with, because it's the 20th anniversary of 1999, uh, a book came out called Best Movie Year Ever. I talked about this on the show by Brian Rafferty. This, if you love movies, 
If you're intrigued by the movies that came out in 1999, this book rules. It's mm. so good. Um, I just whipped right through it. Like I, I, I just loved, loved this book. So much fun. A great read. A light read. Really interesting. Um, particularly like the Matrix chapter was really fascinating. Like I didn't know certain things about the production of that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you love movies, it's a great book on movies. There's Very nothing well like nothing like behind the scenes stuff that makes me appreciate uh, movies and, and just any type of project even more. Just hearing what they had to go through to get it from idea to screen, like that stuff just fascinates yeah. me. So, okay. So yeah. this book is perfect for you then cool. you should definitely read it like you'll enjoy the hell out of it and you'll like you go through it and you're like oh man that came out that year too like that's the really fun part where you go oh my god like we had a year where the movie election mm-hmm. um the matrix and the phantom menace came out <laughs> in a single year man that's not you know what that that off goes overlooked the matrix and phantom menace coming out in the same year because i feel like that dejected uh you know future uh you know uh thing uh god my words are failing me right now just basically just like the dystopian future versus uh you know whatever george lucas is putting out there it's all the matrix was just like a magnet for the sad boys to come in and enjoy. Wildly it. different. It's a good movie. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It's just, yeah, it's wildly different. <laughs> like yeah, you said, there's definitely Star Wars. some negativity that has come out of uh, out of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Kara gave us some of her picks. Uh, she picked uh, Ninth House and Fountains of Silence. Neat. Yeah, I don't know what those are, Kara. So you you learned it more than I did this year. Cool. Um. <laughs> Did the Beastie Boys book come out this year? I don't know. I feel like it did. But I I also read another book called, uh, was it, uh, here I go again. It's Future of Another Timeline. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. I think you talked about that on the show. I did a little bit. And it was okay. I mean, like, the ideas that they were putting out there were very, very interesting. Um, But the, the jumping back and forth was just a little bit too much to follow at some point so many people have good concepts yeah yeah and i'm glad that people have a a way of getting stuff out there like that um yeah you know because yeah please keep sharing those amazing ideas uh the execution doesn't always work out but you know as uh you see in movies just keep on churning them out remaking them yeah (laughs) so yeah no the beastie boys book came out in 2018 so it does not count (laughs) So that's the difficulty with this because I, yeah, uh, I, I I had a couple of things that were 2018 that I discovered for the first time mm-hmm. uh, this year. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I tried to keep it to stuff that I uh, that came out this year, I like like you, like especially with the music um, category. Like I listened to a lot of music that I discovered for the first time that came out in like 2017, 2018. Yeah. So, same. yeah. So I didn't even know where to go with that. Um, I, I guess have... let's let's jump to that one actually because I just want to get that out yeah. the way. <laughs> okay, what's your what's yours then? Uh, come back to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so my pick was Maggie Rogers' "Heard It in a Past Life." Okay. Fantastic album, so so good. I I will say, I think I've talked about this on the show, but like everyone that like 
whether you know or not or whatever, you've probably seen my Instagram thing. I love the Avid Brothers, like easily one of my favorite bands, mm-hmm. hands down. I had some struggles with this new album. Anyone who has listened to it can understand why. I went back and forth with it. I I still enjoyed it. Yeah. An Avit Brothers album that's not the best is still a good album. Mm. They did some things that I wasn't a fan of as far as experimenting with new sounds or uh, just new things. But there are some tracks on that album that are really good. Yeah. Really, really good. But it was hit or miss. Whereas Maggie Rogers' album was phenomenal. So good. Love it. Love her. Listen to that album. I will have to check that out. Something that, um, it's kind of funny how this one kind of just snuck up on me. So, like, I was trying to think of, like, some big name. I was trying to come up right. with some, like, oh, you know, the Chance Rapper, you know, album was really good, all that stuff. And it was like, yeah, I like certain tracks off of different albums this year. But one of them that I feel like I enjoyed and I kind of kept as a secret to myself <laughs> because I didn't put this, like, I didn't put any tracks of this on any of my playlists that I released to the patrons uh, this year at all. Okay. Um, Jamila Woods, uh, she's a Chicago R&B artist, and she came okay. out with an album called Legacy Legacy. And it's like all caps, and every single track is named after um, a uh, uh, just a cultural visionary in the black community. Oh, that's and really cool. It's just, it's a beautiful album, and it takes a lot from Nina Simone. It takes a lot of cues from her. Oh. Um, so it's 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 a deep listen. Wow. Um, and she just talks about a lot of different issues that like artists of color have uh, when it becomes uh, you know unfair. Kind of like we were talking about Jamila Jamil on the last episode, how like artists of color are under the microscope when it comes right. to public opinion and that sort right. of thing. So she gets it, and it's just it's all very. Uh, hmm. It's just sewn together beautifully on this album, and uh, it's 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 hard to listen to at times. But I'm telling you, it's 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 worth it. So I Do guess you, just for the emotional uh, impact, uh, it would have to be Jamila Woods. So do you think that that the let me. So, do you think that you didn't put it in playlists because it works better as an album as yeah. opposed to being broken down and in, in a track being put in somewhere? Exactly. It's hard to just like make it part of another right. flow. Like it, it only flows with itself. And that's if I had to compare it to something, I guess I'd say like you know how Solange Knowles has different tracks that yep. get out there and they don't quite hit the same way if you don't listen to the whole album. You know, as a as a whole. So, yeah, Jamila's album is kind of like that too. But I, I love it. I think that there are artists that do struggle with that nowadays. Of they're they are still making albums as a full concept, and yeah. our culture has shifted, and it's more about singles and playlists and picking and choosing <laughs> songs. Yeah. So yeah, like I will say that I can't. Okay, so I couldn't make it the pick right now because it's still too new to me but the new harry styles album is really fucking great Hmm, really great and i loved his first album and he's he's done some different things with this new one it's it's very good um i i love it so far Hmm. uh pauline picked 
let's let, let me get her favorite album. Chance the Rapper, The Big go. Day. Yeah, yeah. So I love Chance. Chance. His shout out this yeah. episode. I do love Chance. Um, you know, this album. I don't know. I'm just kidding. No, I do. <laughs> what if I was like, you know what? That sweet fellow that raps, I don't like him. I don't like him. I like the fact that he took this very personal album and put it out there like that. And, you know, it's, it's it makes beautiful music. Um, it didn't quite speak to me the way it spoke to some. And I, I love the fact that even knowing that, I feel like he anticipated that. He still put it out there because it was true for him. So, you know, shout out to Chance for doing that, definitely. Um, and I still I believe like I said, that it was like his first album. Right. Like full album. After all these mixtapes, that's what the, right. the, the three was about. But like, I'm such a fan of his, just of, of him as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost hard to separate what he does uh, as a person uh, just from his music. And I think that's the beauty of Chance, you know? Yeah. He's, he's a cool yeah, like he's a him. cool cat. I like him a lot. Yeah, I, I, I think he seems like a really cool dude. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. Right on. Okay. All right, what's next? So now we get into graphic novel and comic. Graphic novel. So we had a lot of comics that came up. I know. During and our I graphic novel challenge. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Okay, that's fair. Because I didn't... Yeah. Yeah. This was tough for me, guys. I'm not... I struggled with two categories, and it's this and gaming. Because I am <laughs> not... I, apparently, I'm not up to date on anything in those two. You know what? That's fair. Because there's so much media out there. We live in a world where media is just available to us nonstop. Uh, even through, you know, different apps that we, yeah. we check out. I mean, you can go to Comixology. You can go to Marvel Unlimited. You can go to yeah. Hoopla. You can go to Libby. You can see comics anywhere and everywhere. And that's not even considering web comics. So, yeah. Right. Nonstop, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. All right, do you want to go first on this one? Um, yeah. So, again, this is something that I read recently, but I think it was just so well done. And honestly, uh, you know, it was collected this year. I don't know if it was all published this year, so I might be cheating, too. Uh, That's the, the difficulty, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> the Immortal Hulk by Al Ewing, the Marvel uh, comic that most recently uh, was released. This is my favorite time, um, you know, where it's after a superhero movie and the publishers aren't really putting out books that are just trying to pull in people uh, who love the version of the character from the film. It's like, okay, now we can take some chances. We can put these type of projects out that we couldn't have done because of licensing. We want to get toys and we want to make it as accessible as possible. Like with the old Batman films, there was a time where every time a new Batman movie came out, Bruce Wayne would look like the actor playing him on the screen. And it was just kind of a weird, you know, switch all of a sudden. Like, all right, you're, you're used to burly Batman, and now he looks like Val Kilmer. Like, okay, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> so with with the Hulk, I feel like now we're getting some real pulp uh, monster stories out of the Hulk uh, that we weren't getting during you know, the, the heyday of the, the Marvel films. So uh, we're getting that serialized monthly, almost episodic adventure of Bruce Banner and him now 
coming to terms with the fact that he has to coexist with the Hulk. You know, so this, that is yeah. You've intrigued me a lot with this. I'm yeah. I'm gonna have to read this because you've sold like I mean you talked about this before and it's definitely selling me on. And I'm not a huge fan of the Hulk comics, yeah. so yeah. or movies or any, like you know I just I'm I'm like eh, okay like he's he's kind of cool whatever. I've I've read some of the um, you know much celebrated Hulk comics in the past. You know of course I was I was all about World War Hulk. I was talking about that. Um, uh, the, the the Hulk at the end of the world, you know, yeah. uh, the Hulk from Old Man Logan when it was him versus Wolverine. Yeah, just stuff like that. It's like, okay, the Peter David years, of course. Yeah. Um, I read some of Mark Wade as well when yeah, he a couple yeah. years back. And there's some, there's some great Hulk stories out there. But some of them, it's like, okay, that was probably good at the time, but it doesn't really hit me the way that it would have back then, you know. Um, this book, it just feels so dirty. And so gross and just so like raw. In a good way? In a good way. Okay. You know, it's it's Is it like a horror book? I'm gonna read look, I'm gonna read yeah. it bad. I'm gonna read it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, is it like horror? It's almost horror? like horror. It's it's okay. really embracing the fact that the Hulk is a monster. I, I I'm gonna look this up because I wanna see like visuals. So um keep keep talking. Yeah, so <laughs> So the the covers are beautifully done by Alex Ross, but even those have a very just like gross aspect to them. You know, it's some of his best work, Alex Ross's. Um, and as you as you look through the art of the book, yeah, you just kind of get this impression, like, yeah, all right, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is grimy. It's pretty grimy, but I like it. The story is engaging enough to like you know just grip you you want to keep it's not bad grimy it's whoa yeah yeah there's there's bad grimy out there that is like creepy almost and like horror ish and that's something that the character's been missing for a long time honestly i think because they've always given him like oh okay he's a scientist let's give him uh gadgety pants and make him (laughs) you know i'm gonna stop looking at these wear glasses yeah don't don't spoil too much but yeah it's it's good like this i like this yeah i like it too and it was a dark horse for me because you know hulk isn't my favorite comic character but this story it's just some of the best comic writing i've read in quite some time so yeah okay volume one is actually available for anyone who's interested like a giant hardcover volume one is available yeah. Horror Same has a name. It's a review. <laughs> He's quiet. He's calm. No, oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's interesting. Did anybody else chime in with any like uh, favorite comics this year? Favorite or was comics. it just? I got nothing. Okay, just me and you. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess not. Yeah. Okay, that's but fine. But you you picked. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. So I picked one of the books that I talked about, and they've only done one volume, and I hope they do more because I liked it, which was Heavy Vinyl. That was the one that I talked about where she's working in the record store, but, like, they're secretly fighting crime, and, like, like it's an underground crime-fighting teen girl group or whatever. Um, And then, like, the protagonist is a lesbian. Like, so there's just, like, diversity in it that I really enjoyed. I think it was Image. I might be wrong about that. There's a lot to love there. Yeah, if it wasn't Image, it was... 
I don't want to say. But anyway, so they only did one volume and it left you like hanging. I want more. And like, I think they want to make more of it. So I really hope they do. So go read heavy vinyl because it's good. <laughs> and I want to read more. I want more of it. So. Yes. Yeah. All right. We can talk. We can do the game category. You know, I don't have a fucking pick. I don't have a pick because I, I realized I didn't play any new games this year. I mean, you didn't play any new games, but you played some games. I Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like okay. you played you played a little bit of Horizon. You played some Red Dead, of course, because we talked about your horse. Yeah. All may, may R. R. Rest P. Elmer. Peace. Love you, Elmer. R.I.P. Elmer. Yes. R.I.P. Elmer. My boy. Yeah. My boy. um yeah so i guess with that i'd probably say like horizon zero dawn or like the uncharted collection because i've been playing that and having a lot of fun yeah a lot of people are discovering that this year i I like uh, the resident evil 2 remake and that was made this year that's right kind of a remake so i guess that's the only one that i've played that's new but it's also old it's very weird so i guess resident evil 2 that's a good choice. I like that. I played the demo for it. I enjoy what I played so far. So yeah, yeah. and it's like like fifteen bucks. Then you pick it up. That's good you can't thing. go can't go wrong. Plus, it's yeah. probably going to be part of a collection sooner or later too. So or that yeah yeah. yeah. I can see them doing a two pack like Resident Evil Two Remake and uh, Resident Evil Seven or something. Whichever was well, the they're going to remake one. three now. Yeah, so that's come out. <laughs> that's true. So I ended up playing. A lot of new games this year. Um, a lot that I enjoyed, a lot that kind of stuck with me. Um, yeah. I still don't know what to make of Dead Rising, even though it is um, an incredible Death, game. Death I don't Stranding know. Or Dead and Rising. What or did I say? Oh, shit. Dead, yeah. Dead Rising is Death. that zombie game, right? <laughs> right, right. I meant Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. Yes. Hideo. Yeah. It, it's, it's a visually stunning game. It's interesting I, i've already seen it drop down in price to like 30 bucks yeah but i, I feel like that's that's a, a symptom of the season though because i've even seen True. uh jedi uh drop down and i really want to check that out that's something that i, I do too but i yeah. don't want to pay for price for it no so. no, 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 yeah. no 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 yeah um and that's made by uh one of the directors of one of the good god of war games mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean, most of them were good, but this is like God of War 2, I think, the guy worked on. Anyway, my pick was Control. Uh, Control is by the same group that bought you Alan Wake, and Alan Wake is one of my favorite Xbox games of all time. Um, Remedy Entertainment was a developer for that. Uh, Control basically drops you in the middle of an episode of Fringe. And that is a good sell for me. Yeah, there's a lot of um, interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting like uh, scientific fringe um, mysteries that you need to work out, and some that you are a part of. And I don't want to give too Ooh. much of it away, but yeah, the mechanics in this game are batshit crazy. The aesthetics are cool. Like one of the one of the things that I loved about the uh, the Doctor Strange movie was just like how they played around with the architecture a little bit. Yeah. Some of that is in here too. I don't know if I've touched on that before, but yeah, like that's. You mean that, like the Inception-y kind of thing? Yeah. Of like bending that's bending a better, the space around you. That's a better example of what I'm talking well, about, actually. Yeah. Well, well, Doctor Strange 
totally embraced that. Like that's what they were going for. Yeah, the Doctor Inception. Strange though. But Inception was the first one to do that. Yeah, Doctor Strange is more of like a kaleidoscope version of that, where Inception right. was just like it's a very like solid, you know, sort of thing. And this, that's more what Control is. Control is like okay, yeah, you're in this environment. Things may look different when you look at them the first time versus the second time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. The way that they play with the environments in this game is just, it's impressive. And it was such a, a fun experience. Uh, I'm still in the thick of it. My only complaint about the game is the fact that, you know, it has long loading times. And in this modern age, yeah. you know, you're not really used to that. Is that level. something they can improve with a patch? Um, they claim they're working on it. Okay. And, uh, I'm just curious if they could. I don't, I don't yeah. really care. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's Remedy. So I'm hoping that they come through. I mean, it's not like it's 2K, so... Yeah. <laughs> wow, way to shit on 2K. Our partner, 2K. This episode is brought to you by 2K. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I would I would be like that that meme of uh, Jordan Peele, like, sweating profusely. If oh, that were yeah. The case. That would be awesome. I would love that. Oh, man, because, man, fuck them. Oh, Oh yeah, them so much. That that <laughs> wins my best fail of the year. WWE 2K20. <laughs> my best gaming fail of the year was when 2K's uh, multiple Facebook accounts got hacked yes. by what was obviously like a teenager or a disgruntled <laughs> employee and was just posting like horrible obscenities and everything. Mm-hmm. You and I were just messaging each other back and forth. It's still up. I mean. Minutes. It was like it was hours bad. that this was going on, and they could not stop it. It was so, very, very bad. To give a very tame example of one of the things that happened, uh, this year saw the rise of a potential competitor to WWE, uh, which is AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whoever was hacking into the WWE 2K20 page was putting up signage for AEW as their profile picture and their banner. Along with some other things that I won't mention here, but yeah, it was wow. wow. We realistically can't talk about anything else that was said. Like, yeah, never I mean, it was I, that bad. It was I don't condone any of that shit. I don't condone what they did, what they said, what they posted, anything like that. But boy, they they made their mark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So TV. So, uh, <laughs> un- unlucky dreamer. Um. He said that uh, as far as his game of the year, yes, he picked Yoshi's Crafted World, which I played the demo of, and I enjoyed the demo. I need Same. to get the full game. Yeah. Uh, he said, I did not play any games this year. Secro uh, was at the top of my list. I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Mm, I don't think I'm familiar uh, with that one either, but I, I think it was like a PlayStation 4 game or something like okay. that. Yeah. Uh, and then he said that Luigi's Mansion was a close second. Another game that I want to play. Second of Switch games. Jeez. You know, I can't recommend that enough, especially digitally, because yeah. they're just there for you. They're ready. That's I think what cool. always kills me is that w- this, and this is the problem that I run into with any new games, is clearly I like buying games on sale, and they never go on sale. Switch games never go on sale. Surprisingly, they've they've been bucking the trend this year yeah that's true like i'm not talking deep discount like twenty dollars but like you know they'll go they'll dip like in the ten dollar range but that's my life like i like that twenty dollar life i'm about that twenty dollar life too believe me but uh 
Yeah, Unlucky Dreamer continues that Luigi's Mansion was a close second. I know a lot of people were yeah. looking forward to Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, yeah, so. I'm going to play both of those games. Like, I need to just suck it up and buy, <laughs> buy the full price. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nintendo never disappoints when it comes to that stuff. And I'm, I'm completely glossing over Super Mario Maker 2. Like, that oh, was yeah. a lot of fun. But there was so much other stuff coming out, it just, like, got lost in the shuffle. So yeah. I need to go back and check that out. They added Link to the game. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unnoticed. Yeah, just not even, a, not even, like, a skin. Like, actual, like, you know, playing the same as he does in the Legend of Zelda games, Link. Yeah. So, yeah, I gotta go That's back. Cool. Um, yeah. Okay, so we have a choice between TV show or podcasts. Which one do you want to go with? Let's go with TV show. Okay. So I struggled with this one because I love so many TV shows. And we're in yeah. such a great TV era. Era. Um, I picked Fleabag, though. I had to. I had to pick Fleabag. And Marvelous Mrs. Maisel in a very close second. Very different feel of a show. Yeah. Amazon's killing it, by the way, guys. Both of my favorite, like, top shows were Amazon shows this year. So don't, yeah. don't sleep on Amazon. Yeah. Freebag you know is just, like, there's nothing else like it. It's so good. It's only, like, 12 episodes total. It's totally worth watching it. If you haven't seen it yet, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I mean, she is just magnificent. Magnificent performance, magnificent writing. Everything about it is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. Um, you know, it's, it's almost like lightning in a bottle because, you know, she's, it, it's kind of like what we talked about with the whole, like, uh, the British, uh, producing method where she's done right now, but she can always come back some other time because I the know. story's not done. It's just like, all right, that's a nice little bow. To put it, on that it has it has some resolution, but yeah. it, you're, it's not done. Yeah. Right, because she could always go. Oh, let's see what Fleabag's up to now that she's you know this age. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So I would love to see that. I, I don't. And shun. I'd respect her if she never wanted to do it again. Right. At the same time. That's fine. That's fair. Um, and, and marvelous Mrs. Maisel, by the way, this new season might be their best yet. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, I've talked about uh, recently, so I won't dig too deep into this, but I talked about Godfather of Harlem uh, on the podcast and just what a what a deep um, just impact that made on me as far as production, as far as storytelling, um, the the strength of that pilot episode, just everything about the show, the 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 casting, the performance by these actors, like just great. Grade A stuff across the board. It's again something that's gritty. You can't recommend to everybody, and right, you know. But it's it's so well done. And uh, one of our listeners, actually Larry Arroyo, uh, he informed me that this was available on uh, Comcast on demand as oh, well. If you want to okay. check out that first episode, for those that still have Comcast, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but everybody else, it's on Epics, which is a subscription service that can be accessed through. Uh, Amazon Prime video. So you would have to sign up for that service, which reminds me, now that I'm done watching Godfather of Harlem, I can cancel mm. Epics because there's oh, nothing yeah. else there. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You better get on that, bud. Why don't you uh, open that right uh, now? Yeah, yeah, open a new tab right about now. Yeah, but Godfather of Harlem, though, seriously, it's um, it's a great watch. Um, yeah, I I can't recommend it enough. So if you if you love those type of shows, like I watched that close to the time that I watched The Irishman, and I was way so more impressed. The Irishman, damn it, I need to watch it. It's so long. It's so very long. It's 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 long and it's made by an old white man and I and I understand that and I still want to fucking watch it. Like, <laughs> and that's fair because yeah, I mean it's Scorsese. You're gonna watch it. You're gonna love it. But it's gonna be like all right. I mean, I might it. not love it. That that you know, uh, mm. it could go either way. <laughs> I'm still gonna try. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I don't dislike it. I just feel like all right, I've seen it. You know. Yeah. I think that's a problem that a lot of these directors get when they get older. Ooh, Epics so, renews January 1st, 2020. Ooh, I caught it. it just in time. Kara, uh, her TV shows. We'll read off her TV shows real quick. So she Come picked on. two. Okay. One is Reprisal. Do you know what that is? I don't. I don't either. Okay. Check that out. I have to look okay. into that. I'm going to Google that. And Russian Doll, which Russian I really liked. Yeah, I really did enjoy that. Um, yeah, I know you don't really like those Groundhog Day type stories, but this one was well done. It's pretty dope. Oh, wow. This sounds really interesting, Kara. Reprisal. This is a Hulu. You all know I'm a Hulu and Commitment Girl. Uh, the Revenge Tale follows a relentless femme fatale, already sold, after being left for dead, leads a vengeful campaign against a bombastic gang of gearheads. Ooh. Ooh. I have to check that out. That sounds pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, there's no organic way to cancel my um, epics from the oh, Amazon yeah. website. It's um, it's like like a like a really bad STD. You just have it forever <laughs> now. You're gonna have to inform <laughs> all your future partners about it. <laughs> oh, I hope Dee's listening because that's pretty much the end of my obligation right there. He's so. like, you're just like, hey D, I got it, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, that brings us to our final category. Fittingly, it's podcasts. Fittingly. Favorite podcast of the year. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed one um, that kind of just jumped out at me. Talib Kweli, one of my favorite hip-hop artists of all time he's got a podcast called the people's party where he just talks to different people some that he's friends with some that he's just like meeting with for the first time some that he collaborated with and never really had a chance to uh just chop it up with uh he's had some great people on here that i've really really enjoyed listening to um lp from run the jewels uh he's talked to don Cheadle uh about you know, his work with Kendrick Lamar, about his uh, turn as Miles Davis, his work in the Marvel movies, Boogie Nights, all uh, that when stuff. When did he work with Kendrick Lamar? I'm sorry. I don't know that. Um, What was that? that was it that Miles Davis biopic? Oh, um, okay. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I know yeah, he yeah, did yeah. that, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's just got, he's got a great method of interview mm. uh, where he just really just has a conversation with people and he, he gets them to open up. Um, I love great interviewers. I'm going to have to check this out. Yeah, 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 definitely. He talks to Neil Neil Brennan uh, of Chappelle Show. Oh, yes, 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 because I watched – you might have sent it to me or it went viral. I don't know. 
I did watch that clip of mm-hmm. Neil Brennan talking about Chappelle a little bit. So that was yeah. very interesting. It's always fascinating. And just the, the relationship between Neil Brennan and Dave Chappelle, honestly, you know, I'm not in the most, I'm not in that celebrity chatter type stuff, but that I'm curious about how they like coexist sometimes, yeah. you know, uh, just because Chappelle's just such a, a, a boisterous personality. And so is Neil Brennan. They're both, both very opinionated, but his uh, conversation with Talib Kweli really uh, shed some light on how they're able to coexist in the same uh, circles, you know? Um, I would say I enjoyed Hannibal Burris's podcast, but he went to some other like pod provider and cut off his normal stream. Hmm. What was weird too is he he only put out two episodes this year on iTunes. I don't know if he changed his mind or what, but yeah, it was kind of weird. Like, all right, I guess he's out of there. Huh. Uh, yeah, what did you like? Um, I went with uh, Office Ladies, um, which started this year. I wasn't quite sure about the pick for whatever new podcasts or whatever but this so jenna fisher and angela kinsey um they are recapping every episode of the office and giving behind the scenes stories throughout they worked on the show for nine years ten years whatever and they're just running it back and watching it as fans and then enjoying it and they love this show (laughs) they worked on this show and they still are like my God, this was so great. Like, and they're telling stories about filming it and talking about the people who worked so hard behind the scenes and all of the great things that they did. It's just a celebration of that show, um, which, you know, so many people love. It's really great. If you love The Office, it's just a joy to listen to. That's great. I don't think anybody dislikes The Office, and if they do, they have no soul. But. No, there's a there's a thing lately of people not liking The Office. Like, it's a trendy thing. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, those people can go sit on a rock. Uh. There, there's a place for people who can't deal with the cringe. Mm. And if that's the if, – if you're like, I can't handle The Office because it makes me so uncomfortable, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I understand that. Yeah, I dig that because, yeah, that first season, boy, that was some – some hard stuff there. There uh, is so many. I mean, the the dinner party that they oh, had, yeah. that entire episode just makes your skin crawl. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. In the best way. It's like yeah. the first time you watch it, you can't enjoy it because you're just like digging your, your nails into mm-hmm. the palm of your hand. But yeah. after that, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is so now funny and well done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Pauline actually came through with uh, her picks for her favorite podcast. And, you know, I guess she got her uh, her, her payment in the middle I because she almost, says Lex and Matt. Uh, I almost didn't put podcast in this because I was like, I don't want people saying ours. Yeah. <laughs> I want other suggestions, <laughs> as sweet as it is. Give no, us more. That. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Well, thank you for that. And she also mentions, uh, you know, our, our new favorite podcast as well, Semi-Regular mm-hmm. uh, with Denise and Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, check that out. We, we don't mention them nearly enough because it is a very enjoyable show. And, uh, for the, for the Christmas season, uh, they talk about Bob's burgers, which is another wonderful so show that we both enjoy. And yeah. they got artwork. Uh, they got podcasts for their artwork that, uh, draws them in the, uh, yeah. Bob's burgers fashion, which I'm totally jealous of. I, I know to... <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, son of a bitch. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. It really is. So, yeah, check out Semi-Regular with Denise and Lucy. Um, 
that's another episode or that's another podcast i'm going to invite myself on for 2020 so you know i mean i'm probably gonna invite myself on that too so there you go yeah yeah you know because they're cool people and i like being cool people so i i concur (laughs) sir all right so that's our faves of 2019 some of your faves of 2019 uh thank you guys for listening um it's been a great year and i can't wait to see what we do next year because i have no idea i'm kidding no we got a lot of stuff in store for you guys next year uh for y'all peoples for y'all sweet chili babies yeah and uh yeah once again we appreciate you all so keep on keeping on now listen kids Uh we're taking a week off watch out that does not mean you're allowed to stop being excellent to each other you have to keep (laughs) being excellent to each other that is the rule that is what this cult stands for and no matter what you do don't take those old records off the shelf jesus christ (laughs) don't you do it we're not coming back next year guys i don't know how to tell you this your parents are getting divorced (laughs) we broke up that's it and it's all your fault it's all it is definitely your fault (laughs) definitely your fault i just want you to know that thanks for listening folks I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Do you want to say it? Oh, okay. Be excellent to each other. (laughs) Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time. Wait, fuck it, 2019. Oh, yeah. Fuck it, 2019. You fucking suck, 2019. Yeah. 2020, what up? (laughs) Hey, girl. 2020, what up? (laughs) Hey, girl. Hey, 2020. 2020. Eyebrow. <laughs> winky face, winky face. Winky face. <laughs> All right, guys. Hi. All right, two weeks of content done. Oh, and now we get to take a nice break. Whoop whoop. <laughs> An earned break. An earned it. Break. We earned it. Earned, burnt. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> I don't know. We're tired. Yeah, we both very tired, but that was right. it to get it done. So. It was. Good job, buddy. All right, buddy. We'll All talk right. later. Take care. Bye.